0: The following episode contains major plot points that may spoil movies for some viewers. A spoiler warning is now in effect.
1: Bada bing, bada boom, two of the gothic, ghoulish people in the room, how you doing? This is another episode of the Abbey Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Borg. What the fuck was that? (laughs) That was great.
0: Oh my god,
1: what the fuck, Colin? (laughs) How's it going, everyone? This is another episode. I'm happy that you guys are here, and today we're going to be discussing a movie that we watched on Shudder. So, basically, I kind of want to, like, when we do stuff like these, like, I want to do them like Shudder original movies and talk about that.
0: Well, speaking of Shudder original movies, I brought it up to you, like, I think it was yesterday. Did you hear they're already coming out with an American remake of Speak No Evil?
1: Oh, you did say that. I was kind of out of it when you told me that. I think, yeah. I think I was on my vape pen when you told me that. I was a little out of it. But, but yes. They, they really are doing a what version?
0: American Remake. Because Speak oh. No Evil is a Shudder original. Is that's, it French? No. I want to say it's Norwegian or Scandinavian.
1: Yeah, but Speak No Evil what was from our area.
0: What are we? You're thinking of See No Evil. Oh. Speak No Evil is a completely different movie.
1: Sorry, I mixed the two up. No,
0: but Speak No Evil is a completely different movie, and which I'm going to look it up. Hang and which on. one was the
1: original? Speak No Evil?
0: You mean See No Evil? Oh,
1: See No Evil? I don't know. You're mixing me up with these words.
0: So, See No Evil is the movie with Kane. Oh, wrestler. Speak No
1: Evil. Yeah, with Kane. Speak, yes. speak
0: No Evil is a yeah, see Dutch no or one. Danish film.
1: Oh. Is this See No Evil with Kane? Yeah. And then this is a Dutch film called Speak No Evil? Yes. Okay.
0: It's very interesting. I just don't get why The Rush. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like... Like, they just came out with this movie really, really recently. hmm Like, incredibly... Re- when is When was the release date for this? Oh, I don't know. I don't have my phone on Is me, this a I don't newer know.
1: movie that they're remaking? Yeah. Oh, that's weird.
0: Like, again, I don't understand The Rush. Yeah, it came out last March.
1: Okay. And it's a Denmark movie. And they're already remaking it? Yes. Well, that's probably... Wow, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's very, very weird.
1: Well, speaking of weird, the movie that we're going to talk about today is the movie called Kids vs. Aliens, which was actually a spin-off from one of the um, little shorts from the VHS Collection movies.
0: Well, there goes one of my three facts about this movie, Colin, thank you because when I did my research on this movie, because how because of how fairly new this is, I don't have a whole lot of information or behind the scenes facts to go by. yeah there's it's also a very independent film because yeah, which is it's not much
1: I like about it.
0: And it's not to say it's a bad thing, but it's just the fact that there's not a lot for me to kind of go off on here. All I have is my usual lineup and a few pre-production notes and the plot and then one or two maybe like post-production but nothing really like crazy seemed to have happened on set. No
1: but the movie itself is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's so like weird and out there and it's just like if you love the Goonies but like dealing with aliens... Like, I think you'll like this movie.
0: Yeah, and if you definitely like the... It's super
1: hardcore, too, which is weird.
0: If you like the cinematography style of, like, Power Rangers and stuff, that's also what it reminds me of. Yeah. Especially the opening sequence when we get that first introduction of the kids.
1: I just love they have a barn with everything in it, including a fucking wrestling ring. And Mm -hmm. I'm like... I want that to be me growing up. I wanted a giant ass barn with it with a fucking wrestling ring in it.
0: Yeah, I didn't mind this movie I mean, as much as I thought it was going to, but then again you know, we watched this a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was assembling an end table I had ordered off of Amazon, and you were sitting on the couch just enjoying it. But it was not bad. It yeah. was a good watch. And I wanted to go
1: out, too. But I was just like, I'm too fucking tired. I'm, like, red in the face. And I'm just like... You were yeah.
0: very flush that and, night.
1: Yeah, I was I was flush. And I didn't even flush the toilet. And oh, shut up. And literally... <laughs> and literally... I was just like, you know what? Let me just lay on the couch here and just watch this movie. And this was actually around the same time when we were watching that um, Joe Bob Briggs special that had my favorite wrestler on it, Danhausen, mm-hmm. which that was a good time. I'm so happy that he got to have the notoriety that he has on that show. So big bonus for Danhausen. So yes.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So go on with with your facts.
0: Well, I'm waiting for you to wrap up what you're talking about. Oh, so. I
1: do. Yeah, we're good.
0: Anyway, Kids vs. Aliens was released on September 23rd of 2022 and has a runtime of an hour and 15 minutes and was directed by Jason Eisner. It's also produced by Josh Goldblum, Brad Miska, Jason Levenji, Mark Tetrolt. I'm going to butcher these names, I swear to God, <laughs> Mark Tetreault, Rob Cottrell. I am so bad with names. I apologize, but those are the producers. The butcher, <laughs> and like I said, it was produced by a handful of like small production companies, which is so
1: weird. They had so many people get like work on one film.
0: Yeah, even bloody disgusting had an involvement in this too. Yeah, the blog, po- the blog site.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: I yeah. thought that was really cool. Also, I thought
1: the music definitely went well with this movie as well.
0: Yeah, the Cause it,
1: yeah, because it gave you that eighties vibe.
0: Yep. Yeah. The cast lineup is Dominic Marici as Gary, Asher Grayson as Jack, Ben Tector as Miles, Phoebe Rex as Samantha, and Kayla MacDonald as Billy. And there are a few other people in it, too.
1: Yeah, which, but which one was the fucking asshole bully? Billy. Billy. He was a... Oh, my God. I never hated... I thought I could never hate a character as much as I hated Billy.
0: Yeah, Billy was not my favorite. I hated him very, very much. I wanted him dead. Uh, spoiler alert: he does not die right away as I had hoped he would, but fucking asshole. Eventually, he does. It just—I'm—I always hate it when they introduce a really shitty character, and you just hope that karma will work itself out in this story and kill them off first, but it never does. I mean, watch Midnight Mass and then come back to me with how pissed off you are about that series. Anyway. (laughs) And as you said before, it's based off of the short titled uh, Slumber Party Alien Abduction from the found footage horror anthology sequel VHS 2.
1: I can't believe that either. That's crazy.
0: Yep. The film had its world premiere at Fantastic Fest on September 23rd of 2022 and was released in the United States on January 20th of 2023 by R. L. J. E. Films and shutter mm-hmm. its principal photography on the film began in de- december of 2021 in nova scotia
1: oh my god in That's canada
0: a, yeah nova scotia is the same place where they've shot my bloody valentine
1: Yep, and also trailer park boys are from there
0: it's also the birthplace of my two favorite podcasters johnny and tyler from that spooky Anyway, I and I, I enjoy every Hi. time. Every time I think of Nova Scotia, now I think of Johnny and Tyler from That Spooky. Yeah, it's just it's a fun little thing. It is. But yeah, that's the only pre-production notes I have so far. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into the plot. Searching for a place to host a Halloween party, teenagers Billy, Dallas, and Tris. Oh, I not hate Tris. Tris. Trish. Trish. <laughs> you said mattress. Yeah. <laughs> I meant to say Trish with an SH at the end, but okay. I said Tris.
1: Like a Trisket?
0: No, I mm. probably meant Tris from Nick and Nora's Influent Playlist.
1: Yeah. But I meant that's the, Trish. I said mattress.
0: So they bully young friends Gary, Jack, and Miles while the kids film a homemade fantasy movie with Gary's older sister Samantha in a barn. Billy only stops harassing the boys when he seemingly takes an interest in Sam, who becomes enamored with Billy, which, I'm sorry, the dick is not worth it half the time. No. Anyway. Gary breaks his arm while recording a wrestling scene for the movie, but due to Gary getting injured on her watch, the duo's rich parents ground Sam before leaving the siblings home alone. Are those people rich? Apparently. Hmm. But they leave him home alone to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. Gary compounds Sam's frustration by criticizing his sister for giving up on her role in the movie so she can start pursuing a more adult persona that might impress Billy. Like boys. Which, again, the dick is not worth it. it really isn't. Billy no. harasses the three friends once more when he comes to see Sam, secretly wooing her so he can use the house for his party. Which Billy. bullshit. It is bullshit. Billy pretends to appreciate Sam's interest in action figures and wrestling. Sam and Billy start making out on her bed, but are interrupted by the boys when they burst in to harass Billy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: The boys are then interrupted by a loud noise and lights outside, which Sam dismisses as another one of Gary's pranks. Sam calls her brother a loser and tells him to grow up. Billy convinces Sam to host a Halloween party while her parents are away by claiming he wants to show her off as his new girlfriend. While Gary, Jack, and Miles secretly spy on the festivities using a drone camera, Billy and his friends intentionally trash the house. Sam tries to kick out the disrespectful partygoers, but causes Billy to become physically threatening with her. Mm -hmm. And again, I say, the dick is not worth it. It really isn't. The dick is never worth
1: it. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's like our our saying for the show here, so that's fine.
0: Anyway. Gary, Jack, and Miles interrupt the party by hijacking the TV to broadcast a message calling out Sam for changing her personality to appeal to Billy.
1: You whore!
0: (laughs) Gary also shows footage of Billy making fun of Sam to Trish before urinating all over Sam's bedroom. I
1: thought they were going to do it, too.
0: They were about to. Trish actually wanted Billy to urinate on her. I'm not kink-shaming if that's what you're into, but he urinates all over Sam's bedroom, which which brings Sam to tears. Billy grabs the boys from their hiding spot and brings them out to be beaten in front of everyone. Alien creatures previously seen attacking three fishermen aboard a boat suddenly burst into the house. Partygoers goers flee while Gary, Jack, Miles, Billy, Dallas, and Trish are captured. Sam avoids capture by barricading herself in her bedroom. Once the coast is clear, Sam dons a scuba suit that she uses to swim underwater to the alien spaceship submerged in the lake behind her house. After sneaking into the craft, Sam witnesses the aliens using a slime pit to melt Trish, which Gary later theorizes is how the creatures create fuel for their ship. Another type of slime mutates Dallas into a creature with bladed claws. Okay. Armed with an unusual sword she found, Sam slays several aliens to rescue her brother before she can be slimed. Try saying that five times fast. What, slime? Sam slays several aliens. That's a tongue twister that I can never get by with my speech (laughs) impediment.
1: Okay. I
0: have to sound it out. Anyway, with Dallas pursuing him, Billy steals the scuba suit to save himself and return to the surface. Sam still escapes with the three boys by having everyone hold their breath before resurfacing. Sam, Gary, Jack, and Miles return to the house to discover Billy locked himself safely inside. Dallas still breaks through a window to resume his pursuit of Billy while Sam and the boys escape on their bicycles. In between more alien encounters, Gary and Sam reconcile and Sam, Gary, Jack, and Miles seek shelter in the barn where they had been filming their movie. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Billy, who also went to the barn to hide, suddenly takes Sam hostage with her sword. The three boys attack Billy so Sam can get free, but Billy gravely wounds Jack by thrusting the sword into his stomach. That's fought. While Miles tends to Jack, Dallas's sudden arrival scatters Billy, Sam, and Gary. Dallas ultimately kills Billy before the siblings finally defeat Dallas. A tractor beam from the alien ship starts pulling Gary into the sky. Acting on a suggestion from Jack, Miles lights a fireworks rig that the Friends built for their film's grand finale. The rig gets sucked into the sky too and its subsequent explosion destroys the ship and saves Gary. With Jack barely clinging to life, Sam, Gary, and Miles start rushing him to safety until more aliens surround them. Armed soldiers from an unknown organization suddenly kill all of the creatures with automatic weapons. Unexpectedly, the soldiers then retrieve the sword, take the kids captive, and transport them to a secret location where they are put in status. Put in stasis. What the hell does that even mean? I don't
1: know. I don't know. It's a weird term, but go on.
0: Post credits... Sam and Gary's parents return home to their destroyed house with no knowledge of what really happened. An alien attacks the mom using the same slime that mutates Dallas. I don't think we caught that part. No,
1: I I don't think we went through the credits. (gasps) Oh. Oh.
0: We'll have to rewatch it then.
1: (laughs) Just rewatch the end. That's it.
0: Well, it's still a good movie. I know it is. But there's a lot of things in here. Like I said, I pull these plots from Wikipedia. They're not really that much in detail because I want to go back a bit to when we see the aliens kill Trish and mutate Dallas because they put them all in these like cragged rock barriers. Mm -hmm. And then one by one, they start pulling them to be tortured or killed in some way. So with Trish, they tie her up to the slab, and they start pouring this, like, melted stuff on her, and it starts to melt her body. Mm, okay. And it's very mortifying. Like, I feel like they used quite a bit of practical effects with this film, which I appreciated and enjoyed a lot of. Yeah. And then with Dallas, and this is why he pursues the hell out of Billy in this movie. Yeah. But when the aliens go to grab another victim to... Mutate them into a monster. Billy pushes Dallas to the aliens uh, yeah. and has them take him away. So Dallas is pissed mm-hmm. that he thought, you know, his friend betrayed him severely by letting him be taken away by aliens. It's not a cool move, but it explains why Dallas is so unhinged after his mutation to mm-hmm. attack Billy.
1: It makes sense.
0: Yeah. A review. Aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes. We're all familiar with Rotten Tomatoes. We're not a big fan of them on this podcast.
1: Actually, I don't mind some of them, but it is really weird, you know, how they rate some of them.
0: The film had an approval rating of 56% based on 39 reviews, with an average rating of 5.4 out of 10. The website's critics' consensus read, Kids versus Aliens occasionally comes close to offering the goofy fun promised by the title, although the end result is ultimately f- rather forgettable.
1: Yeah. On
0: Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 51 out of 100 based on 8 critics, indicating, quote, mixed or average reviews. Hmm. Thoughts so far?
1: I enjoyed the movie for what it was. I mean, I know it may not be like an Oscar winning movie, but hey, I mean, it was entertaining and fun. Yeah. And enjoying. And characters that you can get behind, and there's characters that you ultimately hate. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they offer for this film, too. So that's kind of like my critique on it, my criticism.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm not usually one for camp, but I liked the campiness of this movie.
1: And that's what makes it good, you know, is I do like campy movies. That's why I enjoy it, you know.
0: And then you told me this a couple weeks ago when we watched it, but in September of 2022, Eisner, the director, stated that there are tentative plans... To make more sequels of this. Oh
1: yeah, no, they are. So we they probably. Are planning to do that.
0: Yeah, so we will probably get a Kids versus Aliens two out of this, but we don't know yet when its production's gonna be, like getting the ball rolling on that and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. that's all I've got so far for this movie.
1: That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
0: I like I said, it's fairly recent. It's very very new. It's really hard sometimes to watch a movie that has come out in recent years that doesn't really have a whole lot of behind-the-scenes stuff to kind of go by. You know, that's why I haven't really touched up on Scream yet. We have seen Scream so far, but I haven't touched up on it yet because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that I can pull from what I have available right now on IMDb and Wikipedia and other like interviews and stuff, Mm -hmm. but... I want to give it a little bit more time, not only so that people have a chance to actually go out and see it, so that we're not spoiling anything for anybody, which is what I was trying to avoid doing for months now, but I also want to give myself more time for other behind-the-scenes facts to build up, so I can have more stuff to talk about, Mm -hmm. because this is probably going to be a short episode this week. Yeah,
1: that's alright.
0: I know it's alright, but I like a little bit more to it you know what i I mean i I like having a little
1: more meat on the bone i know
0: i like having a more like in-depth conversation about stuff like this because Mm -hmm. like i said i enjoyed this movie and there was a lot of things about it that i did like Yeah. and you even you know there was a lot of things that appealed to you as an audience member Mm -hmm. with this movie like i said i enjoyed the practical effects i thought it had a nice flow to the plot it didn't bounce around too much it didn't bring up things that weren't going to not be mentioned later on but i I
1: think that's what i like about these type of movies that you don't need a big budget in order to have a great movie
0: yeah especially to have a cohesive plot that really flows well it doesn't beat around the bush with like getting Mm. things to done and to the point like even and i feel like that reflects a lot in the characters themselves because they seem like take charge characters who know mm-hmm. what they want to do and will go out and do it anyway cuz like gary already knows like what he wants he wants to make his movie but he also wants mm-hmm. his sister to realize that the choices that she are that the choices that she is making are not bettering herself as a person yeah. like the fact that she's changing her entire personality to please a man or a boy in this instance is it's like the little mermaid complex you're changing your entire way of being just to please a guy
1: exactly you don't need to do that exactly it just seems dumb but it's whatever yeah but i mean that's why i enjoyed this movie because it's to see the quality of it so much better it's like quality over quantity that's why i love movies like that
0: right and the aliens to me kind of were terrifying
1: actually the practical effects of the aliens of how they looked and everything i thought they did a great job on the body of it and what they made them look like
0: i feel like they got a lot of inspiration from the pale man from pan's labyrinth but Hmm. otherwise i mean i thought it was pretty good i thought they were pretty scary Mm -hmm. you know i always
1: thought aliens were a lot shorter but they made these guys really tall in this one
0: right and dallas was pretty creepy in it too
1: Oh, um Dallas's character when he morphed into that yeah. new creature? Yeah.
0: Dallas after he mutates into the monster. Yes. I thought that, that was really good, too. Yeah,
1: his, his like makeup job on that was
0: top-notch. Top-notch. Yeah.
1: Top grade A, you know.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like I said, it didn't get a lot of good reviews, and I guess, you know, I, I don't want to say budgeting is a problem, but, you know, a lot of independent movies don't really get the hype that they deserve Mm -hmm. because they're independent movies like they're not backed up by major production companies like universal or paramount or things like that you know what i mean yeah exactly yeah
1: so i'm happy with this so yeah
0: all right is there anything you wanted to talk about before we signed off
1: other than the movie i did watch yesterday with you uh, i actually watched two movies with you yesterday uh, Blood Relatives, which is actually a really good movie, which I definitely do want to talk about that on here.
0: I'll have to rewatch it, but I did enjoy most of what I saw. Yeah, It was
1: good. It was definitely a good... It's but... another
0: Shutter original, right? Yeah. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then that movie, and also Don't Look Under the Bed, the classic yeah. N- Disney movie that came out in 1999, mm-hmm. which I forgot how scary looking that looks, especially how scary looking it was.
0: It had a very deep premise. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really think a lot about it back then, but, you know, some movies and shows, when you watch them as a kid, you don't really think much about it. You just like it for, you no. know, a bit of the story, mm-hmm. a bit of the characters, a bit of the comedy and whatever. But when you look back on it as an adult, it's like, man, this had a much more deeper meaning than I thought but, it was going to But there's
1: be. a message to learn from it. Right. Is that, really, you still got to be... You Don't have to grow up too fast, you could still be that kid, mm-hmm. you know. And that's the thing that I, I've learned in my lifetime is that you don't have to be an adult so quick, you know. You can still have that your youth, you can still be as young as you were,
0: yeah. But like, as an adult, right? It's like, and I think that's the thing too, is like, take your time in growing up, but yeah. like, there's no You don't rush. Yeah, exactly. There's no rush. There's no finish line to being an adult, you know, Mm -hmm. like. Just
1: enjoy what you have. Enjoy the people around you, you know, stuff like that. Yeah,
0: enjoy your youth while you've got it. Because even Mm -hmm. though Frances, like, Frances is the main character, and she's, it's like she's rushing to grow up. Mm-hmm. and I kind of get in the sense like when you're a kid you want to be a grown-up so bad you want to be more independent and you want to feel like you have the freedom that you think your parents have as adults but they don't mm-hmm. I I realize that too when I watch Bluey sometimes it's like they really take their shut up okay just because I'm an adult with no kids does not mean I can't watch Bluey damn it okay I,
1: I didn't say that but okay go on anyway so like <laughs>
0: They really encourage the kids in the show to like take your time in doing anything. Don't yeah. you? Don't have to rush. There's no race. It's not a competition. Why are you giving me that look?
1: That's all the things I just said.
0: I know, but was... like with kid shows nowadays, it's all about learning how to be your best self as a person. Exactly. You know, like yeah, yeah. And then like in terms of like being a kid, like there's there's no rules when it. Well, I don't want to say there's no rules when it comes to being a kid, but like <laughs> when you watch, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna cut all this out. But like when you watch, like when I watch Bluey, I realize that like when kids play quote unquote games, it's all about playing pretend, whatever. Like they have pretend hair salon or nail salon or pretend uh, library I and all this wa- stuff.
1: I can't wait till they have a Halloween episode.
0: I don't think they're ever gonna do a Halloween episode, honey. Why not? I've already seen them do an Easter episode and two Christmas episodes. Are you fucking serious and they haven't done a Halloween episode yet? Yep.
1: That eats ass. (laughs) But anyway. Anyway. Now now I don't want to watch Bluey anymore.
0: Oh, shut up.
1: No, but anyway. What was
0: I going to ask you?
1: You were going to ask me something? Oh, God.
0: I think before we wrap it up, I did want to ask you a question, though.
1: Mm -hmm. Wrap it up. What?
0: When I talk to you on this podcast, do I ever sound...
1: Condescending?
0: No, I was going to say, like, annoyed. Cause
1: do, do you hear yourself?
0: Yes. So, like, I, I edit the podcast episodes. And when I listen to the you playback...
1: Should, maybe you should sound more nicer when my you My tone...
0: My tone oftentimes comes off as annoyed. And I really don't try to sound annoyed.
1: Best just you as a person.
0: <laughs> I think it's because I talk. Like, I want to make sure that I talk loud enough for the microphone to be able to pick up yeah, my voice. You're like, do
1: you hear me? But I
0: also want to make sure that I sound clear enough. Because as most people can tell, I kind of have a speech impediment or sort of a lisp where my S's and C's don't mm-hmm. sound really clear enough. So I tried to enunciate a little bit better so that my speech sounds clearer, but it does come off quite annoyed. And I'm like, oh, I don't mean to sound annoyed by things. I just want to make sure people know what I'm saying.
1: Well, talk like that the way you just said, it, said that. Talk like that for now. No, you know I don't want to say it.
0: No, want I'm saying. saying. No, I'm saying. <laughs> I sound like Pedro Pascal in that oh episode. God. Oh my God.
1: That was such a good episode. I feel
0: like he died. <laughs> oh what was God. that? Hey, Pedro,
1: calm down. All right. So, <laughs> we're going to wrap this episode up. Because I think we got a pretty good number here, so...
0: Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a brief one this week. Who cares?
1: It'll give them a little something for the audience, you know, (gasps) to enjoy.
0: I remembered another thing I was going to tell you. (laughs) Or not tell you, but like announce to the podcast. Okay, go on. So, over the past, like, week, I've been noticing a huge increase Mm -hmm. in downloads on the podcast. Which,
1: that is crazy.
0: And I'm very pleased with that because... Yeah, we're both very
1: happy. She was excited.
0: That means, you know, people out there are listening to the podcast. A lot of them are enjoying the show, apparently. And I'm very happy that more people are liking it. And I always put this plug at the end of every episode. But make sure you go follow our Instagram and TikTok accounts. We still have the Facebook page, even Mm. though we're not as active on it anymore. And we don't Mm. have Twitter. I don't think now is a really good time for us to get back into Twitter. Uh, yeah. But if you ever want to go follow us on social media, there's Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And like I always say, if you know anybody who likes horror movies or likes horror movie podcasts, go check out our podcast show, you know, and share it with people. Like I said, word of mouth really gets the algorithm of streaming platforms mm-hmm. better in our favor. So, Yeah. I you know I'm really happy I really happy that this podcast is growing more and more and yeah
1: and that's awesome It really know? made my week. And we want to give that shout out to everyone who's listening to us and thank you for tuning in and enjoying what we're doing. Yeah. And really kind of bringing that out there for everyone who enjoys you know our the the genre that we do. Right. You know. So, for everyone out there, thank you so much. We love you. And for that, this has been the Abby Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin.
0: And I'm Aliyah.
1: Signing off saying, wait, what was that saying?
0: The dick ain't worth it.
1: That's right. Yeah. The dick ain't worth it.
0: As always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are currently on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe, or a nice review for our podcast. It helps boost your show positively. You can also follow us on Instagram and now on TikTok.